So many of us are right now wondering what we will do next. No idea of what the future may hold. Having experienced so much change and unexpectedly so? Oh boy, what do we do? It's time to reinvent ourselves. That's what we do. We participate in our own rescue. And I'm going to give you some ways to reinvent yourself and reinvent the way you approach certain things. It might give you a little sunlight and might give you a, another direction today as we talk about the art of reinvention. Right here on Rolanda On Demand. Road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. Hey, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. I know you're a busy person. There are 50 million things you could be doing right now, but you decided to take some time out of your day and spend it with me, and I really, really appreciate that. Hey, just don't listen to the show. Come on and subscribe and go back and enjoy all of the archives. There's some fun and entertaining shows back there, too. But let's get to today. You know, one of my favorite things to talk about, and if you've seen me around about social media and cyberspace, you know doggone well, I love to talk about reinvention. I guess it's because I've done it so much. My goodness, I've been so many different things and made a lot of changes in my life, a lot of times because I wanted to. I, you know, I, as my mom says, I've got the attention of a gnat at a picnic sometimes, and I like to try new things and new daring things. But also there have been times where I've been pushed to the wall and have had to make certain changes. And what did I say earlier? Participate in my own rescue. From my news days back in the 80s as an investigative news reporter and anchor woman in New York City, to working with Inside Edition and traveling the world covering stories, and then an offer I couldn't refuse. Hey, let's do an internationally syndicated talk show and let's name it Rolanda. <laughs> that was the 90s. Then I came out to Hollywood to tell stories in a different way and have done almost, gosh, it seems like 20 movies and a couple of them I produced and I wrote a novel. So I'm a novelist, journalist, and I'm working on the screenplay. And also I'm a voice actor. You hear me as Professor Wiseman on Curious George. I'm on Lego City Adventure and we just got our fourth season. Thank you and thank the kids as well. Um, you can also hear me on Madagascar and Kung Fu Panda. Uh, really, I love voice acting. That That's a whole nother career. And then I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that I do. In fact, they call me the reinventionist. <laughs> so reinvention, what, what do they say? Rolanda is my name and reinvention is my game. So it's, you know, I've always embraced change, you know, a lot of times because I wanted to and a lot of times because I had to, because life changes. And the one thing we know is that change is going to happen no matter what, whether you like it or not, change is going to pop up and show up and show out sometimes. And, you know, around this COVID-19 pandemic, we certainly have seen a lot of change. There are also those who believe that in chaos, there is opportunity. 
And a lot of people have created new gigs for themselves and taken some of those old gifts inside of themselves and talents and dusted them off and come up with something new. I'm always trying to encourage you to try something new. Step out of your comfort zone. You know, sometimes it's fun to try something that makes you uncomfortable, something that you'd never dreamed you would do. And you may be surprised at what may happen because it's out of our comfort zones. That's where we grow when we're uncomfortable. Come on, you remember when those shoes started getting too tight when you were a kid and they were really uncomfortable. That's because your foot was growing. Or you remember that bra that kept biting your back? Yeah, very uncomfortable. That's because your boobs were growing. When you're growing, sometimes it's uncomfortable. And so uh, apply that that to life as well. I remember when, uh, this is my story about how I ended up being a stand-up comedian. Uh, Kim Coles was getting married and asked me to be her bridesmaid. And all the bridesmaids and besties were getting together at the uh, comedy union a comedy club here in Los Angeles, and we were going to roast her. And so Kim says, you know, you told me one time you wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I had confessed to her I had interest in stand-up comedy. I used to have fun messing with my audience in between commercial breaks, you know, during the Rolanda show and the rest, and I, you know, love cracking jokes and stuff. But anyway, uh, she said, I want you to get on stage, and I want you to do, you know, some comedy. And I said, are you kidding? I mean, people like Queen Latifah, Erica Alexander, I mean, that whole crowd was there. And I was like, Kim, I'm not going to get up there and, and embarrass myself. She said, you said you always wanted to do this, and here is your opportunity. And she said, I know you have five minutes of funny in you. Well, honey, I got up on that stage. And 17 minutes later, I didn't even know about the red light blinking in the back to tell you to get off the stage. I just kept going. 17 minutes and the people were on the floor. And after that, a star had been born. (laughs) At least I like to say that for myself. (laughs) But from there, I went on to be featured at uh, Caroline's on Broadway. I'd always wanted to perform on Broadway. I just had no idea it would come in the form of stand-up comedy. You never know where life will take you. But it was taking that first step, getting on that stage, that doggone Kim Coles, who I am forever grateful to to this day because I just love stand-up comedy. But had she not put me in that uncomfortable position, I got to tell you, I don't know when I would have ever taken the, the plunge. You know, and I loved it so much. I didn't even know that, it, that stand-up comedy involved writing at the time. So I immediately got myself in some workshops and started writing and working on it. And like I said, I performed at Caroline's and was pretty much a regular with uh, a a wonderful comedy group led by Vargas Mason here in California at the Comedy Store, performed at the Laugh Factory, performed at the Comedy Union, uh, Gotham. I was supposed to have a big performance there, and then COVID hit. Boom. There goes that change again. (laughs) So now my podcast audience has to put up with my comedy half the time. <laughs> but uh, boy, that was, that was a change. We had to deal with change, you know. So it's just given us a chance to work with some good comedy material. Trust and believe there's tons of it uh, during COVID, you know, especially when we're all locked up in the house and everybody's horny and fat. And it's just going to be amazing when this thing is over. I think people are going to be running down the streets buck naked. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, I mean, you might as well stay positive about this. I mean, what else are you going to (laughs) do? 
Just find ways to laugh and be positive and to ways that you can reinvent um, yourself or reinvent your home or reinvent the way you think about things uh, or reinvent your approach to social media. Uh, Like, for instance, I just did a a little webinar in my reinvention retreat, Rolanda's reinvention retreat. You can find out about it at Rolanda.com. But I was talking with some uh, folks and I was saying, one of the ways to reinvent yourself is stop this this complaining about social media. I mean, come on, granted, transparent, we all do it. I mean, I just like, I get overwhelmed and I get frustrated because there's so much going on. I mean, there's the TikTok and, and the Twitter and, and the, the Facebook and then you got to have another Facebook and then you got to have an IG and you got to do the reels and the stories and the, oh my God, it's just overwhelming. And here's the bottom line. The genie is out of the bottle now. I mean, there's no going back to the old days of, of rubbing sticks together and getting smoke signals. I mean, you know, it's just a whole new day. And it's not only the way we communicate and connect in families, but also in firms, in businesses and branding. And, you know, and if you're going to stay relevant, which a lot of us, that's a concern. Or you're going to get your product message out. Or you're going to connect with grandma during COVID. We've got to come through that social media. Now, do you have to do them all? No. (laughs) I have the brand Rolanda. I want that brand out there forever, everywhere. So I'm all over the place. But you might just want to choose Instagram. You know, you like pictures or something. Or you just might want to do Twitter for your political stuff. But you got to stay out there. Because it's just more than you'll be forgotten. You will disappear. Because nobody's looking at anything except what's up in the in cyberspace. In fact, we're starting to see, you know, as a voice actor, we're starting to see commercials that are specifically for online, for the digital media crowd. Why? Because, you know, people don't watch TV the way they used to. You know, if they watch it at all. Most of us are on Netflix streaming. Many of us from our handheld devices or computers. It's just a whole new day. You know how your family works. Look at them. Where am I going to get my McDonald's commercial to your family? I'm going to have to be in that phone somewhere if I'm going to get their attention. And that's the way we are today. So, you know, I say if you reinvent your approach to social media, I mean, so in other words, I'm not going to try to do everything. I'm going to choose one thing and I'm going to do it really well. A nice Facebook page or I'm going to do a nice Instagram. I mean, just find a positive way to approach it. Um, I had a wonderful guest on in my reinvention retreat. By the way, those of you who are on Clubhouse and Clubhouse, I advise everybody to get on Clubhouse. Why? Because it's a brand new free conversation app. And there's some of the most amazing conversations going on in this app. And here's the, the the beautiful thing about it. It's all audio. You know, back in my day, they used to call them a party line. <laughs> you know, you get on there and everybody be on there talking. Well, this is kind of like that, but it's separated in rooms. Like there are rooms about voice acting. There are rooms about um, comedy. There are rooms about 
business deals. There are rooms about, I mean, Elon Musk has been on here. Tiffany Haddish might be in your room. Kevin Hart, Jamie Foxx. I mean, it, it's, it's a pretty amazing app and it's absolutely free and it's great for just getting information. And everybody feels like sharing on that app. So you get a lot of real professionals, people who are excellent and extremely successful in what they do, dropping pearls of wisdom like you've never heard. They also have clubs, rooms and clubs. I have two clubs and I want y'all to know about them. One is Reinvention Retreat. Write these down because I want you to join because this is the kind of talk we talk in Reinvention Retreat. And if you're going through a reinvention of some kind, in other words, you're embracing change that was put upon you, you're participating in your own rescue, I applaud you. You know, we got to do that. Applaud ourselves for the little things. The fact that you decided of all those almost 100 podcasts I have listed up here under Rolanda On Demand, you chose this one. There's a reason. And I applaud you. You know, I you got to give yourself credit for the little things that you said. Hmm, let me let, let, let's embrace this reinvention thing, even just for a minute. I'll hang out with Rolanda, see what she's talking about. But my reinvention retreat, we talk about things, facing fear, uh, attacking doubt, uh, dealing with our anxiety, um, having a mamba mentality. You know, mindset is so much a part of this. I say that, you know, they call me the reinventionist, and I have been very successful in a lot of the uh, ways that I have reinvented myself and my career. But I tell you what. It may look seamless, but you better believe there's some strategies, there's some tactics, there's some tools and tips, techniques, good advice, mentorships. All of that had to do with that success too. And I want to share that with you because if you're in a situation right now where you need change and you want that change to be good, then let's take, let's take command of those reins right now. This is your life. This is your movie. This is your red carpet moment. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, 
For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. And what is that they say about life? This ain't no dress rehearsal. Uh, So let's get it right right now uh, by taking control of what we dream to do, what makes us happy. And that might take a little reinvention here and there, but there are ways that you can do it. One of the things that we talk about a lot in the reinvention retreat, oh, let me tell you about the clubs. Reinvention retreat is one of the clubs. And um, we have a room about every week and we talk about different topics. Like I said, we just recently talked about reinventing our approach to social media. We'll have reinventing the way we eat with my vegan guest, Jackie Reed. We're going to have reinventing the way we love. Reimagine love, says Angela Holton, who's a conscious dating guru. I mean, we have all of those great guests on and you should join that club. The other club that I have is called the Joys of Voice Acting. Now, you know me, you know I love talking about voice acting, too. Lord, I love that career. I swear, if I had known about voice acting before news and the talk show and all, honey, y'all would have never seen me. You would have heard me everywhere. I would have been the only girl. Let me tell you who I had in my club this week for the joys of voice acting. I had none other than Gray Delisle. Gray is the number one female in animation. In in other words, she has more characters than anybody else in animation who's a female. 1,800 different characters come out of this woman's mouth, including the Jetsons. She's Mrs. Jetson. She's on Scooby-Doo, Daphne. She's all the voices we grew up with, for God's sakes. Boy, her paycheck must be amazing. But anyway, her interview is amazing. And you can hear her interview right here on Rolanda On Demand. You know, that's what came out of uh, my whole reinvention retreat was I had so many people saying, Ro, I'm stuck at home. It's COVID. I know what I want to do for my reinvention. I want to learn how to be a voice actor. Can you teach me? And so they demanded I start this master class. And I teach a master class. Um, It's a six-week intensive class. We meet for 90 minutes a week. And I teach people how to act with their voice. Because don't forget, voiceover is voice acting. And so that was very exciting for me that out of the reinvention came another reinvention. Try being a teacher. Now, I come from a family of educators. Honey, I have a great, great, great relative who was one of the founding fathers of Bennett College. I mean, you know, we go, both of my parents were teachers. Everybody was a teacher. My grandmother, everybody. Um, But I uh, never thought about teaching until people asked me to teach them about voice acting. And I think it is one of the most wonderful, wonderful choices I ever made to say yes. It has just been amazing. And yeah, there was, there's some learning curve that had to happen. And I felt a little uncomfortable at first. You know, you have that imposter syndrome. What do I know? It's like, bitch, you've been in this business for 25 years in voice acting, 40 years in news and entertainment. You know something these children need to know. So I got in there and buckled down 
And now we have just such a wonderful class. By the way, if you are interested in, in my voice acting master class, we start on April 7th. We meet every Wednesday starting April 7th. So get in there and let us, let's get together and see if this is a thing you want to do and come on and roll. Go to Rolanda.com and find out more. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A, Rolanda.com and find out more about the Voice Acting Masterclass. We can even set up a quick 15-minute uh, discovery call to see if this is a good fit for you. Because, like, come on, listen, there are tons of people out there who can teach you anything. I just happen to think my class is the best. <laughs> and if you're interested, go on and check it out. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about the art of reinvention. And I'm going to share with you what some of my friends have to say about that. Some pretty famous people weighed in on the reinvention thing. And we'll see what they have to say. And also dealing with fear, doubt, and anxiety. All those three triplets keep showing up. I say let's make friends with them. Tell them to sit down at the table and pour them a cup of tea. They don't seem to be going anywhere, so let's just deal with it. We'll talk about that and a lot more here on Rolanda On Demand right after this. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. In my story where I did do it one time to a guy, it's because he looked like Morris Chestnut. Ooh. Ooh. But he was <laughs> dumb as doornails. <laughs> but I think we've Amy, all done the L-O. Amy, my angel, I'm going to tell your mother on you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but if my mom saw him, Yvette, she'd be proud of me, too. <laughs> There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. And I was doing a book signing years ago, and some guy says, David, two words changed my life. Two words changed my life. And I said, and, and God was speaking to me, because I am rather obtuse at times. I said, be happy. What? Three words. Be happy now. Be huh? happy now. Be happy, be happy now. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Welcome back, and thank you so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just want to say how much I really appreciate your listening to my podcast here. I really want to start uh, targeting my podcast here toward different areas of reinvention. You know, I'm talking about reinvention all the time. I give speeches about it. People interview me about being the reinventionist, but it's just something that could have given me so much pain and fear, but has given me joy, excitement, and adventure. And that is why I really want to encourage you. Like, if you're on the edge and you're about to give up, come on, honey, let's go look within and see what we got in there we can work with. Because if you don't go within, you go without. All of your gifts are within you. And I think being locked up under COVID, my goodness, this pandemic is lasting. It has given us time to be with ourselves and rediscover maybe some newness, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. Uh, those are really important things to give yourself an adventurous life. And many of us have been pushed to the, to the edge and the carpet's been ripped out from under us. But honey, we are stronger than that. 
and with some good faith and some good friends and a good reinvention retreat, there's no telling what you can accomplish. So let's deal with reinvention on on uh, Rolanda On Demand. I really want to do that and bring in some good guests and have some good conversations that I hope will inspire you and give you some call to action and some accountability because that's what our good friendship and our good community is about, too. So between here, Rolanda On Demand, on the new Mocha Podcast Network, we're going to be helping you through change, finding something new, not being afraid of anything, and doing what you got to do. That's what we're going to do. I have a lot of good friends who have also experienced the art of reinvention. People like Lisa Gibbons. We were both talk show hosts back in the 90s, and boy, did things get messy in the talk show scene back then. So much so that Netflix recently did a whole expose on talk in the 90s. Boy, did it get nasty. Chairs getting thrown, noses getting broken, even people getting murdered after a talk show where there was a pop love interest who happened to be gay and it ended in murder. I mean, it was just a rough time. And what hurt me so much was to watch women getting so uh, demeaned during this time, uh, particularly black women. And Lisa and I were doing nice shows. I mean, we were helping families, helping children. We thought we were doing good work. And the ratings were only going toward the sensational, stuff that really wasn't what Lisa Gibbons and I do. Lisa and I talked about reinvention and change and how to embrace it and make it good. We've got quite a show for you today, especially if you are somebody who is kind of like, I don't know what you'd say, you might call it a pivot in life. You know, you're going through some kind of change or you just might be bored with where you are and you may be miserable on your job. You know, they say that more than 80% of the working public is miserable on their job. Oh God, I've been there. I've had some doozies, I gotta tell you. And I made some tough decisions. I said, I gotta change this. And you know what? It's kind of become my moniker. <laughs> I am the queen of reinvention. That's what my friends call me. But, you know, a lot of times I really had to. Either my, my opportunities were dying or my spirit was dying. And so as life changes and technology changes and business changes, you have to change along with it. So this is going to be a fun talk today as I'm on this whole kick. You know, I've been doing all these live webinars about the art of reinvention, and I'm really excited about it because it seems to be resonating with a lot of people. Anyway, Lisa Gibbons is joining us today, y'all. She is my buddy. We go way back, back to the talk show days, and we have remained dear, dear friends. So stay tuned. Go and grab yourself a cup of tea and uh, listen as you work or play or exercise or travel. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day. And we'll be right back with Lisa Gibbons right after this. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. And I was doing a book signing years ago, and some guy says, David, two words changed my life. Two words changed my life. And I said, and, and God was speaking to me, because I am rather obtuse at times. I said, be happy. What? Three words. 
Be happy now. Be happy now. Be happy now. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. I tell you what would make me real happy is if you subscribe to the show. I mean, I love that you're listening, but please go on and hit that subscribe button so I know you're there. And feel free to leave a rating or a review. Oh, I would love a five-star from you. (laughs) I sound like an Uber driver, don't I? (laughs) But I hope you're enjoying the show. And you can always write me at Rolanda at Rolanda.com with any suggestions that you have or if there's something that you suggest. So anyway, before we get to Lisa, who, by the way, wrote this really great book. It's called Take Two, and it's about that second part of our lives when we have a second chance, a chance to pivot, to change, to do something new as we're talking about the art of reinvention today with Lisa Gibbons, talk show host, advocate for Alzheimer's research and cures and uh, caregiver mom. But she's going to talk with us about how she endured difficulty in her life and had to reinvent herself when things were getting tough. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. So we're going to get to Lisa in just a minute. A little housekeeping. Please follow me throughout the week at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. And let me tell you this. I've got a fun thing going on. (laughs) A lot of us out here in Hollywood are doing this. It's called Cameo. Go to Cameo.com. Ellen just talked about it on her show. But I'm part of the Cameo family, as we call the Cam Fams. And what it is, is you can order me to deliver a message to anybody whether you love them or, or hate them, <laughs> whatever, um, mostly to wish them well or to speak in the voice of Professor Wiseman or say happy birthday from Hollywood or whatever, especially people who were big Rolanda fans on the talk show. They love to get a message or Curious George or any of the movies that I've done. I mean, I've done some of the craziest things. I, you know, I, Professor Wiseman has encouraged kids to do well in school and to keep studying dinosaurs. And I've had um, one gamer had me send a message to his opponent it saying that he sucked at gaming. I've gotten birthday surprises and all kinds of things, but we're having a great time and it's really a cheap gift. So go on over and check cameo.com slash Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A Watts, W-A-T-T-S. And uh, let me do a cameo for you. And now let's get to our show on reinventing ourselves with Lisa Gibbons. day in the 1990s, there were things called talk shows. (laughs) And Lisa Gibbons and I were two of the, I swear, there had to be 50 talk shows back during that time. The 1990s were the talk show era. Well, Lisa and I, well, we didn't really compete. We just loved each other from day one. And since those days, we have remained friends. And we have just, you know, when we get together, we just laugh at how many times reinventions that we've done and that we're still here and still kicking. Lisa is one person who has really reinvented herself. And as I talk about reinvention, because you know this is a big thing for me, I'm really loving this reinvention talk because, you know, you guys get really excited in my live webinars and we exchange some great ideas, but it's about building your confidence and there are all kinds of tools and techniques that we need when we're in change. 
Listen, let's face it. The one thing you can count on in life is change. Ha! That's going to hit you, so you might as well be prepared for it. Start thinking about what your dreams are because, you know, there might be a chance where you get to pivot or you have to pivot. Lisa reinvented herself so many different times from being a talk show host and a mom, but she also went through a very bitter divorce, and she talks about how she dealt with that. At the same time of the bitter divorce, she left a job. Her child left. She became an empty nester. And her mother's illness with Alzheimer's sent her in quite a spin. All of this at one time. So Lisa had to reinvent herself many ways, becoming a caregiver and becoming a, 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 you know, still being in the business. She's still on the radio, still doing television appearances. How do you pivot, do it all, and keep your sanity at the same time and face the fear of stepping out, doing something new? That's a great conversation that Lisa and I love to have, and we'd like to share that with you. You may be going through the same thing, and let me tell you something, honey, I understand. Most people got up today and were miserable going to their job. Oh, they just get agita thinking about it. You know, it's like Sunday night comes and it's like, oh my God, I got to go back in there again. Well, honey, take control of your life. You can do this. So if you're miserable, change it. If you don't like where you're living, change it. If you don't like that person you're sleeping with, change it. Change is good. And sometimes it'll save you. You'll be surprised. You know, I look at my own life and I say, man, my friends call me the queen of reinvention, the hustler extraordinaire. And I said, well, I have to eat. (laughs) I mean, suppose all I did was a talk show. I mean, I would be in, in Hell's Creek and, you know, listen, and I've been there, trust and believe, but I had to pivot and change, find something new to do, have multiple streams of income. And the number one thing, Being happy in my own skin, y'all. You gotta be happy. That's the only thing that I think the good Lord requires in life is just be happy. And if you're worried right now about what your future is, you know you have more to give, you know you have gifts you haven't used yet, you know you're gonna regret it if you don't, then listen carefully to this conversation and join the conversation we're having on reinvention. It's a lot of fun. We're helping people pull out their dreams and make the first step. You cannot have a dream without action. Faith without works, as it is said, is dead. So when you have that dream, when we figure out what it is, then you step forward with it. Sometimes you want to, sometimes you have to. And if it's time for you, this is the perfect podcast for you. As I introduce you to my dear, dear friend who wrote a beautiful book called Take Two, and it's about those second chances in life. Where's that book in you? Where's that song in you? That painting running that small business. Oh, we've got some fun stories for you. So stay tuned and uh, let's listen to Lisa. And she believes like I believe that change is good. Life pivoted for her. So how did she handle it? Lisa, welcome to the Row Show. My wonderful friend, it's so much fun to visit with you and like everyone else, wrap it all up to we're the dream factory and it's a good day for people to reconnect with what that feels like. 
Yeah, I tell you, I just, just like I said, every time I see a red carpet, my heart swells because I, I, I'm living in Hollywood now, but I never forget that little girl that I was who was living in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and dreaming of being an actor in Hollywood one day. And you know something, Lisa? I went through a lot of other different jobs. I had a lot of different takes, as you would say, before I actually achieved that little girl dream. So it's never too late, is it? It's not, and so you're growing up in North Carolina. I was growing up in South Carolina, and I remember playing Rolanda with my Barbie dolls, and I had named them Barbara Walters and Jessica Savage. Oh, my God. And my Barbies were reporters, and they, you know, of course, they ran global organizations, and it was so interesting (laughs) that when they weren't covering breaking news and world events, they had a whole side business of philanthropy and giving back, and... It gives me chill bumps even saying this to you now because, um, you know, our thoughts do become things. Yes. And and my mother was the only one who didn't laugh at me when I said um, Barbara Walters made a headline. She was going to make, you know, more money than Walter Cronkite. She was going to make a million dollars for hosting, being the first female to co-host the nightly news. And I said... I'm gonna I'm gonna work in news. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a million dollars. And my friends would oh very funny. You know this little girl from Irmo, South Carolina. What do you think you are? And my mom said, keep your vision. Your dreams are supposed to be so big. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really worth reminding ourselves that, you know, we're always our life is all about being in the better business. You know, when you talk about having different zigs and zags on the way to, you know, where you want to go, um, those are the perfect, you know, mark, uh, little markers of our journey. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's not a straight line. It's, it's very rarely this linear path. But there's so many people, I think, who, you know, we're kind of fearless. You know, we, and, and, and goodness knows, Lisa, we've been called crazy. I mean, you know, who, more than who, who, once. Who, more than once. I mean, who would dream that you'd leave the news business, go to a talk show? You can't be a talk show host, and then when you did that, and then you go to Hollywood. You, well, you can't do that. Everything I think, and I, you probably can say the same thing. Everything I know that I've achieved in life came from somebody pretty special or important saying you could never do that. And all of my life has been, I'll show you. So sometimes it's good to get no, and sometimes adversity can work for you. As I say, crap makes gardens grow sometimes. <laughs> you know, I love that. And I always think about, you know, when you're, when you're looking at, you know, someday I'm going to grow up and be whatever, um, you don't necessarily factor in and use the word that you're going to have to take a lot of crap, which, you know, stands for criticism, resistance, working with some a-holes maybe, and, um, and persistence. So I love word, that. Right? That word signals, that signals a lot of things for me. And um, what you know, I've, I've really studied who has what I want? You know, successful people, success leaves clues. So who's got the relationships that I would like to have? Who's gracious and, and warm and patient the way I want to be? Who's got the career I want, the body I want, whatever? Not only to be inspired by them, but, but to look at what they do. And successful people know that there are going to be obstacles. They know that they're going to get pushed back. And here's what I found interesting, Ro, is they plan ahead 
to reboot and re-nourish themselves. Mm-hmm. It's become systematic in them. So they plan um, time to really make sure they're honoring and valuing what gives them energy and what gives them strength, whether that's, you know, faith or positive friends or uh, morning hikes or whatever it is, those little things I call your sanity sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with fear? You know, I set a place for it at my table because I know that it's coming. I love it. And I just say, okay, sit down. I'm going to pour you a cup of tea, um, <laughs> but you cannot stay. And, um, and I just keep saying, what have you come to teach me? What have you come to teach me? And remembering that, you know, the, 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 by running towards the fear, that's how we grow our courage. You know, um, courage is just fear dialing your numbers. So I just say, answer the phone. Because the more times you answer the phone and say, okay, oh, it's you again, then you know every time you see it, and it's going to be a lot of times in your life, you know what it is, and you know how to manage it or mitigate it. Uh, And so that's, you know, what do you do with it? We all have it. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I think exactly what you said. I'm, I'm becoming aware of those uncomfortable feelings and knowing that, that there's a message in that mess, you know, and yeah. just recognizing when I am fearful that that I can, like, I'll give you a perfect example. I still look back on this, and I wonder if I was just temporarily insane. But somebody <laughs> asked me to do a reading. A presentation of Minipausio El Musical, all in Spanish, singing songs. Now, I have a, a background in Spanish, but that's going back to college. They said, oh, it'll be like riding a bike. I'm like, what kind of bike are you riding? You know? <laughs> and with something that small, calm voice kept saying, you can do this. And I had so much encouragement, people saying, you can do this, that I had to believe them. But I was scared to death. Lisa, I came home a couple of nights and burst into tears and thought I was going to throw up. But then I said, but that's not who you were. Before you took Spanish, you didn't know Spanish. So Everybody, have, everybody who's an expert be started as a beginner. Started as a beginner. And for those of us who've achieved so much in life and then have to try something new, I said, you know what? So what? At least I'm going to have another story to tell. I know I'm not going to fail because I'm going to do the work that it takes to do this. But I have to go through that fear because now I sit on the other side of it and I go, wow, I did that. So that's going to encourage me to do so many other new things. But it's just, but like you said, you got to face it, sit it down, deal with it, and then get get beyond it. You don't get over it all the time, but you can certainly move through it. I don't think we develop um, the right relationship with ourselves. We aren't proud of ourselves if we don't face down fear. And every time we allow it, you know, to win over us, then we get a little smaller in our lives. And so the next time it comes, we're going to disappear a little bit more. And I, when you were talking about closing the door and crying and wanting to throw up, I felt that exact same way with Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my God. I, when they would announce, that big voice would say, with the Dancing the Paso Doble, I literally, had it not been live, I would have run out the back door because I was so scared I couldn't remember a single thing, but I kept thinking, you know what I learned from that row, and this has really has been really important to me. Yeah. Um, in our dance of life, you know, you, you aren't always leading. You know, you have to wait until someone else makes a move, and then you get to react and respond. Oh. Those of us who like to be in control, um, you know, this was really very therapeutic for me to know that I had to trust that my partner, life, 
you know, would lead me in a direction that I could, that I could do it and I could re- react and respond appropriately. And that's what I did. I had to completely go with it because I, I didn't know anything else to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I often say that sometimes in life that you have climbed so high up the cliff that it, it serves you no purpose to look behind you. <laughs> it will only scare the, the heck out of you knowing, you know, just how far you've gone. So you've got to just keep moving. As they say, stay low. It's a, it's a great runner say, stay low and keep moving. Lisa's got a lot more to talk with us about her foundation, how she was a caretaker for her mom, how she dealt with a nasty divorce, and how we deal with fear. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. So I go out to the restaurant. Charles says, oh, you look divine with your hanging moons. I said, my what? Pointing to my chest. And I'm going, first of all, Charles, I love you to death. You're my friend. But in America, you don't look at a woman and say hanging anything. I said, couldn't you have said something like rising sunsets, my cresting ellipses? He says, that was a compliment where I come from. There's more Rolanda next. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. This is a real treat for me to meet you. Well, I'm looking at your beautiful photo right now, and I'm saying hubba hubba. It's a treat for me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen in Radio Land, Miss Watts is a hottie. <laughs> Have you been, you can check it out. Dave. You're like, you're like the Vanessa Williams of radio, baby. Oh, Dave Pelzer. Am I, I'm going to kiss you in your mouth the next time I see you. <laughs> There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Hey, I'm so excited to tell you, talk about reinvention. I wrote a book called Destiny Lingers, a juicy romance suspense novel about interracial love. Oh, it's a good one. Destiny Lingers. And it's coming out for you very soon, just in time for the weather breaking in audio. Yes, now I'm an audiobook girl, too. And you're going to enjoy Destiny Lingers. If you're a reader, pick it up on Amazon or have your favorite bookstore order it for you. Destiny Lingers, endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou and the recipient of many awards, including the B.B. Moore Campbell Award from the National Book Club Conference for Excellence in Storytelling. So check it out. And hey, maybe there's a book in you. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? (laughs) There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. We are speaking with Lisa Gibbons today, who has a wonderful book called Take Two, as we talk about reinvention and trying something new in our lives. Some of us are doing it because there's a burning desire. You know, your gifts will drag you where you're supposed to go. You know that there's something you're supposed to be doing that's bigger, greater, beyond your wildest dreams. Leave yourself open for that. That's what we're encouraging you to do today. It could be a life challenge. I mean, Lisa, so many of us are facing life challenges, whether it's losing a husband or losing a job or so many of us are in transition. Do you find that reinvention for many people is a scary word or is it, are we finding that more and more people are embracing it as we have to deal with the change in the economy and so many other things? Well, it's lovely to talk about rebooting your life and choosing it, but as you say, for many people, they don't get to choose it. Life says you've got to start over. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that for anybody, though, whatever the reason, whether you got fat or fired or depressed or divorced, whatever, um, there's a few basics. You know, one is you have to drop the dread because that will keep you static and it will keep you in that inertia where you're not going to move forward as long as you're in that in that energy of dread. I think you have to banish blame. You know, um, whatever, it, it, you know, the way you had, where your childhood was, your coworkers, somebody stabbed you in the back, somebody cheated on you, you didn't make the right mortgage deal, whatever it was, you've got to banish the blame. And then you have to claim immediately, give yourself, just name yourself victorious over victimization. And I think once you can do those three things, then you can really say, okay, you know, if I'm calling for a redo, um, then let me get in deep conversation with myself and 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 start with. It seems like it seems so overwhelming, and that's why we get discouraged, and that's why we don't start. But if you just look at, you know, great great things were were built in little stages, and great people are built the same way. So just asking yourself, you know, what's working in my life? Because as bad as it is, something's working. Mm-hmm. And then what do I need to do? To, to make it better. Those are such simple, obvious questions, but they really do begin a conversation where you can figure out, well, who I am today is not who I thought I was at all. Mm. You know, and, and, and I, I want to set myself up differently so people respond to me differently. And we're the only people that get to put that message out there. If you are an overly permissive parent or if you're um, a jealous spouse, uh, if you're a gossipy coworker, whatever you are, and these are smaller things, but the smaller things build us, then you can just change that person and watch everybody else respond. When everybody gets the memo, oh my gosh, then you realize how much you are the author of your own book and how much you get to rewrite it whenever you say. That's right. I, I tell you, that's the beauty of life, that every single day you can wake up and change everything. Just change everything. You can you can really, like you say, be the captain of your own ship there, for sure. And we're talking with the magnificent Lisa Gibbons. You may be going through a reinvention period in your own life, as Lisa's book uh, calls it, Take Two. That's a perfect Hollywood phrase on this day. Lisa, what, what made you write Take Two? You know, the book is subtitled Your Guide to Happy Endings and New Beginnings. I arrived at a place in my life where, you know, it's not like I was broken. There was nothing overwhelmingly wrong, but I had kind of lost myself. Um, my It was over a period of a few years, and you and I had talked about some of these stages along the way, but my mother got Alzheimer's and died. I got divorced. I got older. My oldest daughter left home and went away to college, and I left my job. These were four separate but huge parts huge. of my identity. These were parts of my identity. You know, I saw myself as this person that wore all of those labels. And when they changed, and as we've said, you know, change is coming for you, um, I realized that I had to show up in my life in a different way because I wasn't serving my best interest. And um, I just, you know, I, I talk about falling back in love with yourself. And look at the people that we love, um, the girlfriends that we love, our romantic loves, um, people we respect and admire. Um, you know, they're people who are, are, do the work. As you, you, I love when you say that, that do the work, but that take 
bold action, um, people that are not rigid, people that are the two F words that guide my life, flexible and fluid. Forgiveness is a big one. Um, and I, I thought, okay, I need to figure out who I am so I could be proud of the person that I was becoming. I had to let go of the woman that I thought had it all together. You know, I look at this, I'm inspired, and I know you are too, by so many quotes. And I love the Winston Churchill quote that says, success is not final, but failure is not fatal, and it's the courage to continue that counts. That's right. So, I, you know, you, you have to let go of that person that was, you know, happier, skinnier, had a big job, made big money, um, whatever, however you saw the person that was. And you have to shift the energy so that you can be open to becoming this person that's in progress. And, you know, if your life is under construction, maybe it's not a big wrecking ball. Maybe you just, maybe your take two is just a little tweak or a tune-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's always better. I think it always is better. As tough as it is, change feels in the beginning and shocking for many of us. It, it, there is something that, that will be better that, you know, I was listening to Joel Osteen today, who's one of my favorite folks to have. My mother calls me a bedside Baptist, but <laughs> I, really, I, I really enjoyed listening to him. And he was just saying that, you know, once we have that dream and we take that first step, that we just have to trust that the universe we will, you know, will meet us. As I always say, God believes in matching grants. You do the work, he'll meet you the other halfway. Somebody will show up in your life that will have that, that key, that answer, who will have that job opportunity or that new apartment information. As long as we're clear about what our vision is, then, then the rest of the universe can catch up with us. It's about being clear about what that dream is. I think sometimes people get so confused the change of life that it's like oh my god who like you said who am i where do i move what do i do what's the first step they can do i love that i believe in affirmations and and touchstones um like you said the winston churchill quote that you even if it's putting a quote on your computer my favorite one from churchill is never give up never 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 give up And so you know, are there other things that you do to bolster, like, just day-to-day? What is your day-to-day regimen to keep you bolstered up, positive, and achieving your dreams? You know, in, in Take Two, I talk about how I basically make a promise to myself. I call it my transformation proclamation, which is a little bit heady, but that's what works for me. And I, you know, and I write down the things that are important to me every day, you know, um, about, you know, how I'm going to be that day. And, you know, I declare that today I will recognize that I am perfect in my imperfection. These are your, this is like pledging allegiance to your absolutes, because I think that we, um, we get pushed off our boundaries over life, over the period of living, and we, it kind of layers up. And so, you know, whenever you say, Yes to other people, for example. Many times you're saying no to yourself, and that takes you off your platform of your your boundaries. So, you know, for me, you know, I got past this one, but one of my proclamations a couple of years ago was, you know, um, I will stand up for myself. And instead of putting it in the negative, I will not be a pushover. Um, I, I want to just focus, have everyone focus on, you know, putting these affirmations or your mantras or whatever um, in a very positive, proactive syntax. So, you know, I will value my worth. 
Um, whatever it is that you need to kind of, you know, if your computer's running slow, um, then you're going to delete some files. You're going to run a diagnostic, see what's wrong with it. Maybe you're going to put in some new programming. Well, this is just your life is your operating system, but so many of us don't even understand how our operating system works. Like, what are who are the people that fill you up? What are the things that really give you strength? And why do we populate our lives with people who who don't affirm us and who don't believe in our ability to transform. Lisa, let's take this phone call. And everything you all have been saying, you know, it kind of hits home uh, because you were talking about the different stages and different things happening in your life all at once. And then you do have to go back and realize, uh, like, who am I? Uh, what am I supposed to be doing now? And realizing to do something differently, you know, it's going to be helpful, you know, even though our life has kind of taken a different course with kids leaving home and all that type of thing. That's right. I forgot that. The emptiness syndrome is a lot. It's a big deal, too. Berlinda, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, you never know how much you can take and how much you have to give until life comes in and kind of scratches the track of where you thought that you were going. And um, and when you said, you know, you do, you do lose yourself a little bit, but that's when we get to uh, say, okay, I'm calling for a redo. I'm just going to start over. That's right. Yes. Thank you yes. so much. We're talking today with Lisa Gibbons, who is joining us. She's got a book out called Take Two. And uh, life life happens, you know, while you're living it. And so many of us have had to make changes and um, face challenges, but we have done it. And I think uh, we are, we, I, when Della Reese was on my show, she said the, the proof, we are the, we're the proof that the, of the truth that you can overcome change and get better along the way. Hey, Rolanda. Um, this is one of your biggest fans. My name is Rio Langster, and I'm calling from Spartanburg, South Carolina. All right. We got the Kakalakis in the house. You know, <laughs> from South Carolina. I'm from North Carolina. All right. And I was a great fan of both your shows. My question for Alicia is, whatever happened to the show? Did it get canceled? Did you see it going, did the network see it going in a different direction? You know, what, what, what's the tea? What happened to it? Oh, good question. I knew at that time. Um, they, they, I remember being in a meeting and having all these, you know, executives kind of very carefully try to talk to me about, well, you know, it's competitive out there and, um, you know, you, you may have to look at some topics that you haven't wanted to do. And basically they were trying to tell me that to compete, I would have to kind of turn up the heat and, um, do some things that, that, that were, those were my lines in the sand. Um, and I just show, I, I knew then that that would be our last year because I knew I wasn't going to go beyond a certain point, no matter what it meant to our ratings. And so we had um, seven great years on the air, and um, I'm sure Roe feels the same way. There's nothing like that relationship with the live audience in real time where you know you're um, being part of their story. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. And um but you know what? I, I that door that door closed and allowed me to to look towards other things. That's right. That is so true. And I'm so happy to hear you say that. I, I um I just remembered that time, and and you may real you may remember this too. That time when the that sleaze and people were fighting oh. and all you had to you felt like you had to go home and take a shower after your own show, and we had to make some very tough decisions. And as Roger King who it was King Roll with my show was in syndication. We had to make those tough decisions, and I just couldn't do it either, Lisa. I just 
could not do that. And and we just said the show isn't not the show isn't so much canceled as it is not going to be continued under these circumstances. That's so. It. Yeah, because and you know what, you do have a. That was one of those times where you realize you do have a choice, and it's right. not that not that people who you know want to get canceled. I recognize that there are there are times where this doesn't apply, but in our case, Ro, it it really did. Well, you know what? Our whole brand, and see, back then we weren't even talking about brands as much as we talk now, Lisa, but our brand, and that's why we still have the same brands today, are known by integrity and not ambushing people and not, you know, putting all their business out. You know, we know a lot. We only have to tell everything. <laughs> I mean, there's like something it. called discretion in some arenas. <laughs> and it's not the same as not being tough. It's not right. the same as not being, um, you know, you can be promotional and you can do the hottest, most difficult topics there are, but I, but it became... For me, it became mean spirited and uncomfortable, and um, and I really didn't want to lose myself. Exactly, and you sure would have. I mean, I just and you know, and come on, let's face it. Sometimes you've got to make the tough decision, which implies all kinds of changes in your life. Because we left a bunch of money on the table. I mean, I, I will tell you, some of these shows that are doing pop baby quizzes and stuff, they're making they get, they're printing money. But yep. not all money's good money, and sometimes you do have to make that decision based upon your your integrity. Real, we didn't mean to take the whole thing over here, but you, you but you got the idea of sometimes behind the scenes, it's not all just because the ratings are down. Sometimes it's because right. you don't want to lose your own integrity and yourself and in what you claim as your your beautiful works and gifts, you know that, that you have. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, well, thank you very much, and believe me, um, the reason I, I asked that question is because, you know, honestly, I miss both of y'all, and I've had enough of Mara. You are the father. You are not the father. The doctor, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, somebody must be liking it, because he's still on the air and still printing money, but that's okay. There's something for everybody, but like in everything in life, you have to you have to do what is best for your own life. And, Lisa, I can't thank you enough. You know I adore you. I always have. We've known each other 50 million years, and we have 50 more ahead of us, 50 million more ahead of us, let's say. And just keep doing the wonderful things that you're doing. And if there's any way I could ever help you, you know your sister is right here. Uh, big hugs to you, Rose. Thank you so much. I have loved it, and I'll look forward to next time. Love to you, my beautiful friend. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. But all of us have dreams, and I do believe that God gives us so many wonderful gifts to play with during this fleeting moment we have called life. And as we were talking with Lisa about affirmations, and goodness knows, I believe in them. I wanted to share a couple of them, you know, that that uh, Shad has shared, and I want to share that with you. His name is S-H-A-D, by the way, Helmstetter, H-E-L-M-S-T-E-T-T-E-R. And he has affirmations like, I choose my thoughts. No thought of any time can dwell in my mind without my permission. I have talents, skills, and abilities, and I'm discovering new talents all the time. I take time to listen and communicate. I'm patient and understanding. It's worth working at, and I do. I focus my attention on the things I can control, and if I can't affect or direct it, I accept it. I know that what I believe about myself is what I will become, so I believe the best for myself. Thank you so much for listening today. Now go out there and do something good.
It's Rolanda. Ro, she said, I sit here and wash my dishes listening to you. Oh, that's and great. And she said, you're my kitchen companion. That's what the whole thing is that you talk about and I talk about, too. Is That is going for your dreams, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. We need to have passion in whatever we do. Without that passion, which is where the center of our creativity is, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.